ladies and gentlemen, we're just moments away. That's the biggest night in the history of this great organization. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Hey, yo. Smart marks. What's a smart mark? A mark with a high IQ. Back in town, and we ain't in town to mess around. To be the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, woo, right here, I'm the man. That's hard time. Yeah. And what they're gonna do when Hulkamania in the largest part of the world runs wild on you? Rest in peace. You just made the list! It's heating up here! There's a slop drop! I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. If you're the man, what the rock is cooking! Two, a slot drop. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the slot drop. This is our first episode. I am Nathan Rogers at Wupig Sumo on Twitter. I'm joined by the voice of the Twin Lakes Sports Network, the Loose Cannon, David McBee. Hey, everyone! Uh, of course, the Loose Cannon, David McBee. I sound very Brian Pillman-esque today because. We had a couple basketball games we've done in the last few days, so my voice is pretty trash, but we're still going to have fun. we got to suck it up with the Royal Rumble because we got to talk right. about the Rumble. This is Rumble week. Um, we're actually recording on an off day on a uh, Monday. We're typically going to try and record on a maybe Wednesday or Thursday after uh, Raw and SmackDown so we can kind of give you the rundown of those shows and this is just going to be a show for fun. It's a place where uh, MMA fans and wrestling fans can come together and discuss what's going on, what we like, what we don't like. Um, some wrestling fans aren't into MMA, and some MMA fans aren't into wrestling. But like it or not, they do mesh, and there is a connection. Well, Nathan, I'm telling you, man, there's so much going on right now, and you know, pro wrestling with. AEW, the Royal Rumble, and then MMA, you know, with the uh, ESPN event that they just had this last weekend. I mean, it's a great time to be a pro wrestling and MMA fan. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of AEW, it looks like some uh, talent could possibly be jumping ship from WWE and maybe over to the AEW. I know they just signed Trevor Lee from TNA. I'm not sure when he'll be making his debut. But I did read earlier this week that Dolph Ziggler hasn't agreed to a new contract yet. Uh, Mike and Maria Canellis and the Revival are talking about leaving. They've been vocal, and even uh, the the boss, she's she's made some comments lately that she's not happy. Yeah, the boss on Twitter, uh, she's been kind of going back and forth with the Revival with a few comments, and I'll tell you what, she was one of the, you know, people who started the whole new, uh, you know, women's era in WWE, but you know, she hasn't been used very good lately. I mean, I, I like the thing having her tag team with Bailey, but she's just been kind of sitting out there for six months while Becky Lynch and all those have really taken a lead. So I almost wonder if 
they're concerned about her contract. So maybe that's why they pushed her so much where now she's going to have that uh, uh, women's title match against uh, Ronda Rousey at the Rumble. Yeah, her, like many other talent, is just sitting there not being used properly. It's the same old story with the WWE. I know we continue to watch, but um, Vince Vince could have some competition coming up. I don't like how they've done the Strowman angle. Um, there, there was different ways they could do that, in my opinion. Looks like Balor's getting a push that I read about a few weeks ago. Even got John Cena's blessing by getting put over clean in the middle of the ring. Uh, but AEW, uh, you know, Brandy Rhodes, she's going to be heading up the women's talent, and they're going to be paying their talent just as equal across the board. Uh, uh, new talent's going to get paid all the same. Mid-card's going to get paid all the same. If you made a event, you're going to get paid all the same, unlike how it is in WWE. You know, uh, the boss may be getting paid something, but you got John Cena who's making bank and others like that. So it, it is going to be tempting for people to leave, especially if they're not they're not being used correctly well i mean aew to me that's a game changer i think we're looking at probably the first time since the end of wcw of maybe having a legitimate uh competitor of course no one in my opinion is ever going to take over the wwe they're a machine but at least it would be another viable option that that wrestlers can go work for and also wrestling fans can really watch um I, I saw a thing online the other day, and it was, it was pretty familiar. It was like comparing WCW to AEW, both backed by billionaires, both willing to throw a lot of money into it. I mean, it was like the comparison between, you know, the owner, Khan to uh, Ted Turner. There was a lot of equal yeah. comparisons there. So uh, I think right. it's an exciting time. I don't think it's going to be another TNA. I was hoping that TNA would, would be competition and – I just can't bring myself to, to even watch some of that these days. I'm really into ROH and New Japan, but AEW, I really think, uh, with, especially with Jericho signing, I think there's probably a TV deal out there that hasn't been announced yet. I don't see Chris Jericho signing with a promotion that doesn't have a, a TV deal. But once that all gets set in place, I think Vince is probably, uh, like you said, I don't think anyone's ever going to take over. But I think there's definitely some competition on the rise. Well, I mean, you got an organization, WWE. They're basically a monopoly. You know, I was the same way. I wanted TNA to be successful. But then uh, two words messed up TNA, Dixie Carter. Your your friend Dixie Carter. Yeah, my good old friend Dixie. uh, uh, She kind of, you know, shot that promotion. And it's just, it's never, it's painful to watch right now. I mean, compared to what it was back in, you know, it's prime, you know, from that 2006 to 2010 era. I mean, look at WWE now. It's loaded with people who were in TNA, Bobby Roode, mm-hmm. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. But, uh, you know, it it never had the financial backing that AEW has. And then Chris Jericho, Jericho's not going to get involved in anything that would risk, you know, right. his uh, future. And, yeah, it had to be a pretty sweet deal for Jericho to go and, and to me, that says a lot. When Jericho goes, that, that holds some weight. Right. Uh, right now, like I said, I still watch WWE. They're the king of, of wrestling. Huge fan of NXT. I would rather watch NXT probably over Raw or SmackDown any day. Their takeover events are, in my opinion, are usually just as good as the big four that are shown. 
Uh, you said earlier that you mentioned Monopoly. Triple H has said they just started NXT UK, and he's made comments that he visualizes kind of like the old territory days where, um, you know, there's a promotion over here and a promotion over there. He's looking at maybe WWE owning several different territories like NXT US, NXT UK, stuff like that, which I don't know how that would go over, but it, it definitely falls under what looks to be like a monopoly in pro wrestling. Well, I mean, if Triple H does the job that he's done with NXT and something like that, I mean, I think that's when the game's really going to change. You know, yeah, McMahon's been a trendsetter. He, you know, he's ruled the world of professional wrestling. But to me, Triple H and anyone who's watched that NXT brand, to me, that's the style of wrestling I grew up on. It's, it's stories being told in the ring. It's exactly. promos, you know, not being scripted. Hey, just letting people be themselves. The NXT brand, to me, is the closest thing to maybe the old NWA and WCW that we've had since those organizations went out of business. Yeah, WWE stands for World Wrestling Entertainment, and Vince is putting way too much emphasis on the entertainment part, whereas Triple H puts a lot of emphasis on the wrestling part. And uh, I don't know if you watch much ROH, but it's pretty similar to that. Well, and I, you got to wonder, too, what's really going to happen? You know, of course, Vince, um, he cashed in $100 million of his stock to start a, uh, a brand that is going to uh, roll out the XFL again. And I think Vince is probably going to be a lot more committed to that. If, of course, if you watch the original XFL, uh, 30 for 30, you know, he was bouncing back and forth between that and wrestling. I can see him. He wants that to be successful. I see him putting a ton of time in it, and maybe this is the chance for Triple H to step up and uh, change the game. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, I, I really hope so. Uh, of course, they just got huge new TV deals with Fox and USA, so he does have some money to burn, but he it is going to require more of his attention, or attention. and uh, I hope that uh, the reins are kind of given to Triple H to – to take it down that road. I did notice last week that uh, both Raw and SmackDown were a little more edgier than the, what the PG era is used to. Uh, there were some locker room scenes with Alexa Bliss and a, a motel scene on SmackDown that you haven't seen anything like that in a while. So I don't know if they're teasing maybe a uh, more of an attitude type era or if they're just Seeing testing the waters, I'm not sure, but you don't usually see that on the PG era of Raw and SmackDown. No, yeah, the uh, could it be the ratings have dipped so low that Vince says, Hey, we got to start looking at uh, something else to turn the tide because uh, ratings now down to record lows for, for the history of that show. Yeah, ratings are tanking, they came out on Monday night raw and said that things were going to change and then they immediately went to a match that we've seen a dozen times so you know i don't know vince has got to change um he is the godfather of pro wrestling he is a genius but he's kind of stuck in the times and i don't know if he's stubborn and hard-headed but what has worked in the 80s and the 90s isn't working right now and he he needs to get with the times and you know triple h has got it figured out it's his son-in-law let him let him run with it or at least take his advice into consideration well nathan you know speaking of change 
this is going to be the time uh, with the Royal Rumble coming this weekend. Are they going to change going into WrestleMania? Are we going to have a whole new set of headliners? Uh, I think this pay-per-view is going to tell a lot about what the direction, what the change is. Uh, was it just a week, hey, we're going to give uh, Balor, you know, a main event push for one pay-per-view? Or is it going to be, hey, this is uh, going to be a passing of the guard at the Rumble this, this weekend coming up? Um, I kind of think so. I uh, read a few weeks ago where they're really going to push Finn, and they have been. Notice that there was a new Intercontinental Champion also crowned, so that kind of scratches Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose's feud. So I'm thinking we may see Seth Rollins and Finn Balor for the Universal title at, at WrestleMania. Could be wrong. Probably am, but it's just a thought. Well, this is a stat card they got. I'm, I'm looking at the card right now to see everything they got going on. And, uh, I mean, the of course, you're going to have the men's rumble, the women's rumble. But, like, uh, you know, what you just mentioned, too, uh, Lesnar versus Balor for the Universal Championship. I can't see how they would have Balor beat the Beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. Realistically, they can't, but I think they're going to find a way to, to get that to work. Uh, I also read where Brock Lesnar chose Finn Balor to be his opponent once they uh, decided not to go with Strowman. Well, do you think maybe this is going to be one of those where interference, maybe Strowman coming in and interfering on Balor's behalf ends up costing Lesnar the title to put the belt on Balor? That's a very good point. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good point and a pretty like, likely scenario. So, you know, I can really see them, you know, just – just, I, I really do think Balor is going to win the belt, but I don't think it's going to be clean. I think Strowman's going to interfere, and then that will ultimately set up the Lesnar-Strowman match. Because uh, from what I've heard, too, uh, you know, Strowman's elbow uh, injury, you know, from what I've been able to read online, I found some things saying that he has not been cleared from that elbow surgery. Of course, it's all speculation, but... Uh, I can see uh, Strowman coming down and interfering and costing the Beast incarnate the belt and setting up maybe a WrestleMania match between the Beast and the uh, Monster Among Men. Yeah, I can see that happening too. And I could also see uh, Strowman winning that and giving Lesnar some time off to focus on his UFC return. So, speaking of the Rumble, there's always some surprise entrance. Um, of course, you hear the name Kenny Omega, the hottest free agent. That's out there right now. Where do you think he's going to go? Do you think he's going to end up in WWE, or do you think he's going to go with his buddies at AEW? I think I think uh, Omega. I, I would love to see Omega in WWE, but I'm also I'm afraid of Omega going to WWE and maybe getting misused. Um, of course, I said that when AJ Styles came on, and I think AJ Styles they pushed him to the moon. And who also made his debut as a surprise entrant at the Rumble. So I think I think if Omega doesn't make his debut this Sunday, I don't think he'll be going coming to the WWE. I think he'll be going with his buddies at AEW and joining Cody and the Bucks and Heyman and Jericho. Yeah, I, I really do think I, I agree with you. I, th I think I don't think Omega's going to WWE. I think he is going to AEW to be with his to be with his buddies. I think they're just too too close, and I'm sure. You know, with Jericho going there, you're looking, you know, they have a real strong connection, too, both being from 
you know, Canada, the match that they had at Wrestle Kingdom yep. with each other. They built a, you know, pretty close relationship from what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't see Omega going. And, you know, without Omega going, who's really going to be that surprise entrant this year? Uh, the gobbledygooker? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe uh, I, I figure a couple of NXT guys, uh, maybe Trevor Lee. I don't know. Uh, an interesting tweet from Velveteen Dream earlier who's saying uh, unless he's paid what he thinks he should be paid, he's not going to be performing. He's been wanting called up for a while, and it hasn't happened yet. He's an out, absolutely outstanding performer. I don't know if he's being legit or if it's just a work. Uh, I think it could be a work, seeing as how the revival and uh, the boss and everybody has been kind of vocal about things. I think he's just kind of playing us and will probably be a surprise entrant in the Rumble. Well, I couldn't really see, especially on the men's side, I, I can guarantee one thing. When our truth enters at number 30, I guarantee he's going to stop for a dance break. Yes, of course. Yeah. Man, I forgot to mention uh, Lars Sullivan. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just uh, thought about it. I was like, yeah, he's, he's going to be one that I think someone, I think it's like the old Hulk Hogan, Psycho Sid. Yeah where he's going to be eliminating a bunch of people and then someone's going to, you know, like do something to pull him out and that's going to set up a grudge match or something like that. So if he can get over his anxiety. Yeah, that's crazy, man. He's uh, yeah. I mean, how's he going to talk on the mic? Yeah, I don't know. And I, I saw where they, they kind of gave him a free pass the first couple of times and then he didn't show up at another event. And it was unannounced. They they were expecting him, and he it was a no call, no show. So that might uh, that might affect his push that he was up to to get. Yeah, yeah. All it takes is something like that. So yeah. But I, well, who's your pick, Nathan? Who are you picking for the rumble? Uh, I, th- I think uh, probably Seth Rollins set that match up with Balor. Of course, yeah, I, I know. No, there's a couple of months until then, but that'll give them time to kind of build that up. No, I think uh, I, I agree. I think Rollins is run, winning the Rumble on the men's side. Um, you know, I think they're going to do a lot of uh, a lot of interesting setups on the men's side. Of course, you know, you're going to have the. Uh, I, I can really see probably Drew McIntyre. I'm going to make a prediction. He's going to come in at number seven. He's going to clean the house out. And, uh, you know, then by the time number 11 comes along, he's going to be the only one left standing because he's going to eliminate uh, a lot of guys. So I think he's coming yeah. in that diesel position at number seven. Hey, we may see the big daddy cool in there. Who knows? I know there's a lot of stars that's injured right now, so they're going to have to pull some talent from somewhere. But um, the women's, you know, we talk about the men's rumble. I'm excited for the women's. Uh, I got another prediction on the women's. I guarantee Carmella, who's going to enter at number 30, is going to stop everyone for a dance break. So uh, that should be interesting. But I got a feeling this year, an homage to the nature boy, Ric Flair. I think think Charlotte Flair is going to come in at number three and win the rumble, the women's rumble. I think she's going to win too. I don't know if she'll come in at three or four or five, six, but I, I, I do think she's going to win. Probably set up a match between her and Rousey at uh, Royal Rumble, or her and uh, Becky Lynch. I think Becky Lynch will get the title this weekend, and 
Uh, I don't know how cool will it be to see those two old friends go at it or how cool would it be to see, you know, two of the most popular names in women's wrestling as far as Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, those two go at it. So either way, I think uh, Charlotte will definitely be facing one of those two. Yeah, Charlotte's my pick for the women's rumble. Um, now, Rousey versus Sasha Banks. Yeah, I'm, I think uh, Rousey is going to defeat Sasha Banks in the women's uh, Raw Women's Championship. Uh, no. I can see maybe a little uh, four horsewomen uh, set up through that match. Yeah, that's something we could see at the Mania, too. They start setting that up, starting at the Rumble. So, uh, but uh, yeah, my pick, I'm going with Rousey over Banks for in uh, retaining the Raw Women's Championship. Yep. Yep. Same here. Uh, what about Brian versus Styles for the WWE Championship? Um, I think we'll see AJ get that back. I think, um, who knows? We may see Daniel Bryan jump ship to the AEW as well. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, Styles won that fatal five-way to earn this rematch. Um, you know, Styles, I, I think right now, Styles, pound for pound, the best wrestler in the world. I think I would love to see him walk into WrestleMania with that WWE Championship title around his waist. Um, Daniel Bryan, of course... I don't know. I'm still kind of struggling with him as a heel. I understand why they did it, but, um, you know, that, that one's a tough one for me to pick. I'm going to go with Styles just because I think uh, Triple H, he understands the importance, especially right now with AEW going around, uh, to really make sure he's taking care of his top stars and Styles really setting him up for that WrestleMania moment coming in as the WWE Championship. Uh, that's something I think would be really in- enticing to for Styles to stay. Right. Of course, we got Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. Happy Rusev Day. I'm not sure. Uh, I I don't know that. I don't feel that they've really built that up as well as they could have. I really feel they've uh, misused Nakamura since he's shown up on the main roster. You know, I think yeah, he was the winner of the Rumble last year, and they had it set up for that match that with him and Styles at WrestleMania that, to me, never quite hit that next level and delivered. Uh, I think this at the Rumble, I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be Rusev Day in the Rumble, as uh, it's going to be interesting to see where Nakamura goes from this uh, match. Right. I see the bar. Versus The Miz and Shane McMahon, and that, that's just, you know, I don't understand those tag teams. For instance, The Revival. I know they're not on SmackDown, they're on Raw. But you're just throwing singles together and trying to make a match. Like, you know, the old Brock Lesnar saying you're trying to make chicken salad out of chicken something else. And I'm just not into that. Maybe that's where The Miz turns heel again against Shane. But why not have some legit tag teams on this card? I don't, I don't understand that. My gosh, you look at some of the tag teams they have right now. You know, you got the Good Brothers. You got the Revival. I, you know, I really like the pairing of uh, Rude and Gable. You know, you look at some of the pairings that you have right now. And then, you know, yeah, you're pushing Shane Shane McMahon, who I love Shane McMahon. But, I mean, I would love to see some push from some of these other guys. I think you're leaving the door open 
uh, for AEW is going to be able to yep. approach, especially like the Good Brothers. I mean, you get them, you get them going to AEW and push properly, maybe use like they were in Japan, yeah. uh, which is crazy. Right now, they're in the some of the best physical condition they've ever been in. And of course, I don't even see Rude and uh, Gable on this card yet. And if they don't announce something for them tonight, then that's just more waste. Yeah, the uh, the WWE's inability to to uh, book tag teams, uh, you know, it's it's never improved. It's been like this for years. It's just, hey, let's just throw two guys together, right? Throw it against the wall and see if something sticks. And meanwhile, you have the NWA and ROH teaming up together and having a Crockett Cup, a tag team tournament, which that's pretty exciting. And yeah. you got you got guys on Raw and SmackDown that's just sitting in the back watching the show along with us. So I, I really think the uh, the bar will pull this out. Uh, that's who I'm going to go with. I think that uh, Miz and McMahon, which it's working very well right now, but all it takes is uh, – Maybe one errant shot and Miz's true feelings about the best in the world title, it changes. Yeah. Of course, the purple strap is on the line. I got Buddy, Buddy Murphy retaining that. Yeah, I think I think Murphy right now is – I think he's in great shape. Uh, yeah, You know, he's got some high flyers he's in there with, but to me, I definitely think Murphy, you keep the belt on him and, uh, you know, keep him rolling. Yeah, I would like to see uh, the cruiserweights kind of be a floating division that make appearances on both Raw and SmackDown. A lot of people don't get to watch 205 Live, and there's some awesome talent on that show that just nobody even gets to see. All right, I think we got just one more match, at least on the card I got. Of course, it could all change tonight, but Oscar versus Becky Lynch, SmackDown Women's Championship. Who you calling? I got the Spitfire redhead Becky Lynch. That's I'm definitely I'm going with Lynch as well on that match. I think that Becky Lynch is probably one of the most organic pushes that they've had in a long time. I mean, they haven't had to, you know, they haven't had to do a Roman Reigns push shoved her down her throats. The fans want her to win. The fans are organically behind her and the pop she's getting is real. Not a lot of the Roman Reigns, you know, and and John Cena pushes that WWE fans are used to getting over the years. Yeah, she wasn't crammed down our throats. That's like, you know, it just happened. And WWE actually took notice for once. You know, uh, Rusev, same thing happened to him about a year or so ago, and they just tried to bury him. So the uh, the frustration with the booking, but I think it's still going to be a good rumble. I think it's going to... It's got the potential to really be a great rumble, especially if it's a turning of the page and we have a whole new group of people uh, stepping up to possibly be, you know, in in the main event or near the main event for WrestleMania. It it could be a game changer. And I think it pretty much it has to be a game changer uh, with the uh, potential now of their talent, maybe not staying. Right. They, They need to do something and it needs to start Sunday at the rumble. Um, We'd love to see Kenny Omega come out. Don't think it's going to happen if he does. Um, that's awesome. If if he doesn't, I'm saying he's all, uh, AEW bound. Yeah, I think if Omega did show up, which I really don't expect, but if he did show up, I guarantee that is going to be a pop 
like uh, probably hasn't been since AJ Styles showed up a few years ago. Right. I, I agree. Uh, there's a lot of casual wrestling fans out there that's not familiar with him, but he he's something special. He really is. He's an awesome entertainer. He's going to have to tone down a lot of his stuff that he does on the mic, but as far as in the ring, he's very talented. Yeah, I, th- I think he is uh, – I think him and Styles are probably the two best in the world right now, in my opinion. Um, if I was to pick uh, – man, I – Omega's hard to beat right now. I think Omega's probably just that he's been allowed to do more creatively and he hasn't been held back as much as Styles mm-hmm. has. The stuff he's done in Japan has just been incredible. And yeah. uh, he's, he's, he's the man right now. And I think that's probably another reason he'll go to AEW just for the creative differences. He'll have more control. He won't have a scripted uh, promo that he has to memorize and go out there. He can, he can cut loose and say what he wants and, and do what he wants. And when you let talent do that, they, they take more pride in it because they want it to be good. It's coming from them. They're gonna, they want to look good. So they'll take more pride in it. And that's one thing that's missing from the WWE. They're reading cards, memorizing lines, and I just – hopefully one day that will be changed. Well, I mean, there's there's so much going on right now in the world of professional wrestling, Nathan. I mean, you know, you're talking AEW's blowing up, uh, you know, WWE with the Rumble. Independent wrestling is just on fire right now, you know, especially after the all-in event and all that. Yep. There's just so much going on. Uh, it's a great time to be a pro wrestling fan. I agree. I posed a question on one of our pages earlier. If, uh, for instance, ROH, we don't. Where we live, we don't get a channel, or I don't, you might, where I can actually watch ROH. So I have to watch a lot on YouTube. I've, I've been wondering if, and the reason I wonder this, because this whole AEW deal, if, if Netflix or somebody like that would have a weekly show, how many people would tune in? I don't know if AEW has thought. I'm sure that's they, I'm sure they have. Um, who knows? They, they could sign on with somebody like Hulu or Netflix to have a, a weekly show and uh, totally avoid TV and not have any, you know, FCC regulations or rules, say what they want, do what they want, I would tune in. Yeah, I, uh, I saw that poll, of course. Any of the fans listening in, you know, they got to check out the uh, site you set up, Nathan, on the, the slop drop on Facebook. Uh, if you haven't and you check it out, be sure you, uh, while you're there, you like the page and share the page. But you got some really good polls on there and also some really good blogs. Uh, I know the blog, uh, you had a couple that you wrote in the last week. And uh, one of them I was reading today, really enjoyed reading the article about the uh, NFL players who have made it uh, big in the world of professional wrestling. Yeah, I set some restrictions on that one to narrow it down because there's a lot of former football players that's turn to pro wrestling and maybe uh next week or when it gets a little closer to super bowl that'll be one of our topics and hopefully we'll have some suggestions from other people uh but yeah lots of stuff happening this weekend also nxt and some you know mma we uh we don't just talk about pro wrestling on our website or not our website but our pages we also talk about mma of course the henry cejudo shocked the world and knocked out tj dillashaw 30 something seconds the other night this weekend back to uh, the wrestling Jack Swagger is making his MMA debut at Bellator 214. 
I'm real interested to see that. He he says he's no CM Punk, and you know what? I'm buying it. I may be drinking the Kool-Aid, but I, I believe him. I think uh, he's a legit wrestler. He's no CM Punk. CM Punk, his last fight, he looked awful. I know he's got a little bit of jiu-jitsu background, but he looked awful. And, you know, Jack Swagger or Jake Hager, he is a legit wrestler, and I I think he's got what it takes to at least beat beat his opponent, and we'll go from there. I'll tell you what, he is shredded. I've seen some pictures of him online. He is just absolutely shredded. And if you really think back to when he was in the WWE, he's got long arms. He's got a long reach. Uh, You know, he's a legit wrestler that I think he was recruited by Jim Ross back in the day. Legit, uh, you know, Division I wrestler. Uh, He could could do some damage. I think uh, he really... Just the way his body, he's changed his body, tells me he's committed 100%. CM Punk, when he came out, he looked thinner, but to me, he looked, he just didn't impress me. But when I saw the picture of, uh, you know, Jack Swagger, also known now as uh, Jake Hager, his real name, I mean, he looks like he's taking this serious. And I I would love to see him uh, successful because uh, the whole CM Punk, debacle just kind of left a bad taste in our mouths yeah we somewhat seen that the other night with greg hardy's debut who honestly before greg hardy need his down opponent which is illegal ultimately got him disqualified i don't think he did that on purpose i think that was inexperienced i think he timed it wrong but man if you're standing with him he's got the reach he's got the quickness and he definitely has the power to knock someone out cold now, if he goes to the ground, it's a different story. I don't think he's there yet. Uh, I think he's still got a long ways to go. But we did see that the other night where, you know, I don't know if uh, they threw him, threw him in there on that card for, for ratings. It was their first one on ESPN. But, you know, you got a former Dallas Cowboy in there. People probably tuned in to see what happened. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to see a whole lot of more of the CM Punk stuff. But uh, – Greg Hardy, if he sticks with it, he could be dangerous. Oh, I agree. I think he's he's legit. I think overall it was a it was a pretty good card. Really cool to see UFC get on ESPN. Of course, ESPN's where you know NBA is, NFL is, Major League Baseball, all the major sports are on ESPN. Worldwide leader of sports, the the mothership. Yeah, to me that legitimizes the UFC even more to have them on that and. Overall, I thought it was a good card. Maybe uh, the stoppage in the main event might have been just a fraction too soon, in my opinion. But, you know, overall, yeah, that, it was a good card. Yeah, that that one was hard to tell. It really was. I, I could see how the ref stopped that. And, you know, depending on what angle you're looking at it, it could have been looked a bit too soon. But depending on where the ref was standing and what he was seeing at, at you know, looking at it at the time, then, you know, in his eyes and in his mind, he probably made the right call. Well, David, uh, I think that wraps up episode one. Uh, Like you said earlier, we've got a Facebook page. We've got a Twitter account. Like it, share it, all that good stuff. And uh, this podcast will be available soon. It's going to be put on various platforms out there. If you have any suggestions, let us know. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Until next time, have a good one. All right. Hey, thanks for having me on the uh, first episode of The Slop Drop.